0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
2: It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Thursday night to you. I hope you had an amazing day. I'm going to be hanging out with you for the next four hours. Thank you to every human being that's listening to me. And if you got a cat or a dog or a turtle or a fish or whatever pet you got in next to you, if the pet is listening, a shout out to your pet as well. This is when I get started every single weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Coming to you live from Phoenix, Arizona, where we are getting even closer to the Super Bowl. A matter of fact, we are so close to the Super Bowl that right now, this minute, this second, the NFL is holding its award ceremonies. The NFL is holding NFL honors, like just a couple of blocks from me. And it's absolutely amazing. Not the crowds. I'm sick of the crowds of people, but it's amazing. Brian Dable just won NFL Coach of the Year. Congratulations. He took the New York Giants from a bunch of crap. Back to the playoffs, where they surprised the Minnesota Vikings and got smacked by the eventual NFC champion, Philadelphia Eagles. But we'll get into NFL honors. They've already given away some of the awards. Justin Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year, Sauce Gardner, Rookie. I mean, we can we can go on. We're waiting to find out who will win the MVP award. Bosa won Defensive Player of the Weir- Year. So we're waiting on the MVP. And once we find out who the MVP is, we will certainly go ahead and share that with you. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. Shep, how are you this evening?
3: i man, I'm, I'm I'm doing good. Long week, but it's always a pleasure to be with you, my friend. How are you?
2: I'm good, man. Thank you so much. Here's the deal, folks. I want to tell you, you can always listen on the free Odyssey app. You can tune in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM, Channel 158, and if you got a smart speaker, you can go ahead and lock into that as well. Today has just been ridiculous because it's not just about the NFL honors. It's not just about getting closer to the Super Bowl. Today was a ridiculous day in the NBA. I don't even know where to start. It's been a ridiculous week in the NBA. I have to go ahead and look at notes and and rosters and depth charts just to figure out where anybody is playing. The Los Angeles Lakers roster just looks completely different right now. The Los Angeles Lakers were able to bring in somebody like, like Mo Bamba. Yeah, Mo Bamba is now a member of the Lakers. He's, he's putting jokes up online about how he already has his moving trucks Ready. The Lakers went and got Rui Hachimura. We know D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley. This is a brand new Lakers team. They're younger, they're more athletic. Is it going to make a big difference? Uh, I don't know about that. James Wiseman has been sent to Detroit. The New York Knicks have Josh Hart. Crowder does go to the Milwaukee Bucks. We've heard about this forever. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Well, they got, oh wow, the Brooklyn Nets actually, uh, they won a basketball game. I don't know who the hell is on their team right now. The Brooklyn Nets just beat the Bulls 116 to 105. Who the hell are these guys? The NBA is all over the place. And then we know the big trade that took place last night. The trade that trumps it all is Kevin Durant being sent to the Phoenix Suns to pair up with, obviously, future Hall of Famer Chris Paul, Hall of Fame caliber talent in Devin Booker. And they're supposed to compete for a championship in the West against, what, the, the Denver Nuggets, the Los Angeles Clippers, who also got John Wall the hell up on out the building. You know, Shep, it's going to take me two or three days to, feel, to, to, to really fully understand and recognize who is where and where this guy went. I don't know who any of these people are, or where they play.
3: Jer, I think a lot of people forgot where John Wall played this year. I mean, let's be real. That was not a successful experiment, him in L.A. We know he's going back to Houston where they sat him for a year. I hope there's some kind of reunion. You know, you asked me a question, and I should have thought more uh, thoroughly and diligently about this. I'd like to see Russell Westbrook go back to OKC at some point. I know he's going to be on the buyout market, and I would love to see John Wall go back to Washington.
2: Okay. That's cool. Right. But forget those two guys. (laughs) Who the hell, where the hell, who are these people and where they going?
3: Well, apparently they're finding out on FaceTime, which isn't good.
2: You can't, you cannot keep up with the talent. You told me about two point guards who, who eventually are going to end up somewhere. Okay, fine. Right. My point is half of the NBA has moved. Like, it, yeah, I, I don't know where anybody
3: is. It doesn't. No, honestly, it does. It does feel that way. It it feels like the whole league has been has been shaken up. I can't recall a year where there has been this many moving parts. I mean, for no. god I mean, for God's sakes, they just the Warriors just had Gary Payton the second, and they uh, traded him back. They traded him back. It's these these yeah. moves are so head scratching. You mentioned James Wiseman. I think they gave up a little bit too early on him. I. I um, you, you you can't teach height, and, and he's a guy that got limited playing time his rookie year, and still put up twelve a game like he like it was nothing. I don't understand what the Warriors are doing. I don't understand what a lot of these teams are doing.
2: Everybody is either trying to compete for a championship or or clear space to to move in that direction. You know, the Portland Trailblazers have Matisse Thibault. I mean, Josh Hart going from Portland to the the Knicks. George Hill. Is now back on the Indiana Pacers? This is, this, this is, John Collins is still a member of the Hawks. Good for him. Bones Highland is moving from the Nuggets to the Clippers. And this is going to take me weeks to, to fully understand. I saw this trade today and I just laughed. I said, the Atlanta Hawks are bringing back Bruno Fernando. They're getting rid of Justin Holliday and Frank the Tank Comiskey. Garrison excuse me, Garrison Matthews comes in. This is nothing but a a salary dump. This is nuts, and then Shep, you you, you mention all of the trades that have taken place, the biggest one we mentioned was Mikael bridges and, and going out to to Brooklyn and Durant going the other way, and Cam Johnson going to Brooklyn, and the Brooklyn Nets have a million wing players. Mikhail Bridges said he found out on FaceTime that he was traded. This is what he told TNT tonight as his new team, the Brooklyn Nets, hosted the Chicago Bulls. Take a listen.
4: My boy Damian Lee, he was in a hotel and he FaceTimed me. And you could tell he was upset. He was just like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry about this and that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He was like, you ain't see him. I'm like, see what? He was like, you got traded to, uh, to Brooklyn for KD. I was like, oh, man. Went to Twitter, saw it. And that's when I tweeted, and then my agents called me like a couple minutes later, and then that's how I found out. Wow.
2: Yeah, you guys are finding out on Twitter before their agent even alerts them, lets them know that hey, you 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 moving on, man. You got guys like Mason Plumley. I'm just reading all of the trades here. Mason Plumley he was having an excellent year. I just saw him play a few weeks ago in person. The Charlotte Hornets are moving him to the Clippers. Reggie Jackson is going to be a Hornet. Reggie Jackson is likely to get dumped. Devontae Graham, who at one point in his career was just out there, you know, dropping buckets like it's nothing. He's going to the San Antonio Spurs. There's just a lot going on. This is absolutely nuts. I told you the Lakers basically have a new team. Mo Bamba, Malik Beasley, D'Angelo Russell. They got dudes who are going to get up and down the court. They going to stop anybody? Darvin ham he talked about his new additions. He talked about all the moves that the Lakers made at the deadline. Take a listen.
5: We feel good about, you know, what we're able to do. Um, first and foremost, you know, I wish not Russ, Pat, Thomas, Juan, Damien, all those guys, nothing but the best. Moving forward, you know the next steps of their journey. Rob and I have been in lock and step, just trying to see what, which ways we can fill different holes and different needs, and all the while in the short term, and then also, you know, picking up assets that uh, we can use in the future, and then players that you know have a huge upside. And we think we, we we thought we were able to check a lot. All of those guys bring unique skill sets, skill sets that we need. You know, shooting, um, playmaking. Um, energy defense rebounding uh a lot of needs uh you know they'll be able to address uh, along with the guys that are still remaining
2: yeah i mean mo bamba this man hasn't played basketball in it feels like two years and now he ain't playing now because he decided to go ahead and try to punch uh doc rivers kid in the face sorry austin it's just shep is it disrespectful when i call somebody else somebody else's son
3: Listen, when most people forgot Austin Rivers is still in the NBA, I, I, I think he still deserves the title of Doc Rivers' son. Doc Rivers is going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. Austin Rivers will not, unless it's a uh, tickety purchase to, to get in. Yeah.
2: As long as I don't call uh, Steph Curry Dell Curry's son, I think we're good.
3: And you don't call him Steph Curry's dad? Yes. Dell. Yeah, exactly, because he had a hell of a career that people sleep yeah. on all the time.
2: Yeah, well, he, he ain't his son. No, he's not.
3: Who is? Nobody is. Yeah.
2: Anyway, the Los Angeles Lakers, they did it up. And then, as we know, they got rid of Russell Westbrook, who's gonna pretty much be free to go where he wants. And this is this is crazy. It's like a video game. It's like somebody took a a a a, a I don't want a, a weapon and just dropped it. Dropped a bomb right on the NBA, and the pieces just went ahead and scattered everywhere. Darvin Ham. Just a few nights ago, there was an entire story about how Darvin Ham. And Russell Westbrook got into it at halftime of the Oklahoma City-Los Angeles Lakers game. And Darvin Ham is just like, nah, me and Russell Westbrook, um, I got nothing but respect for the man.
5: Like any other player, you know, there were good moments and not so good moments in terms of getting stuff done on the floor. But make no mistake about it, you know, I have nothing but the utmost respect for him as a professional and everything he's accomplished in this league. And. I'll just leave it there. Anything else is pretty much irrelevant at this
2: point. Yeah. Some of the moves that did not take place. Man, John Collins has been trade bait for like two or three years. He's still on the Hawks. There was a rumor and report that the New York Knicks were entertaining bringing in Zach Levine. He played in New York tonight in Brooklyn for the Bulls against the Nets. And by the way, he had a, He had an amazing night, 38 points, 16 of 25 from the field. There's always going to be changes. Somebody else who did not move, he did not go to a new team. Ochi Ananobi, he's still a member of the Raptors. Pascal Siakam, he ain't move either. Outside of the Denver Nuggets, I told you, they moved Bones Highland. There was nothing ridiculously a major going on with the Nuggets. The Clippers brought in Eric Gordon. Danny Green has been mentoring the Memphis Grizzlies, and he's supposed to be coming back. He's been mentoring him them since he signed the contract. He's being sent to Houston. And Danny Green, when he's healthy, a team will pick him up, and he will shoot threes and play defense if his knee works. Luke Kennard is going to be shooting for the Grizzlies. Here's a big deal, folks. In the NBA, you're either competing for a championship or you are treading water. There's no in between. You are either competing for a title, trying to go for it like the Boston Celtics, like the Milwaukee Bucks, like the Denver Nuggets. Or you're trying to stash some draft picks. You're trying to be the San Antonio Spurs with with young talent. You're trying to grow for the future. You're trying to be the Houston Rockets. You're trying to be, well, you don't want to be these guys. You don't want to be Detroit. And then you can be in basketball purgatory, just floating around. You could be the Knicks. You could be the Hawks. Be Minnesota, teams that are just good enough to win games, good enough to lose them, but they're going nowhere. You could be the Brooklyn Nets. They are in basketball purgatory. They didn't move anybody. Hey, Shep, all of these dudes the Brooklyn Nets brought on, aren't they all still on the team?
3: Oh, man. Uh, I don't even know what to say about the Brooklyn Nets at this point, JR.
2: Ben Simmons. Oh, my God. Ben Simmons (laughs) came off the bench tonight in the Brooklyn Nets win over the Chicago Bulls. Ben Simmons came off the bench. Dorian Finney-Smith just got there. Started. Spencer Dinwiddie just got back. Started. Cam Thomas had a crap shooting night. A 3 of 16 from the field. He was still able to put up 20 points. Started. Patty Mills and Ben Simmons are coming off the bench. Ben Simmons had eight points, eight rebounds, and four assists. He actually took a three. He missed it, of course. Brooklyn Nets, and now you got you got to add Cam Johnson to this mix? Where are these guys playing? Cam Thomas, Spencer Dinwiddie, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson Ben Simmons Patty Patty Mills about to not play basketball anywhere not for the Brooklyn Nets he about to be parked on that bench This is sad Don't be the Brooklyn Nets folks Don't go out there just just dumping folks and trying to go for stars that didn't work with Kevin uh Kevin Garnett and work with Paul Pierce, it didn't work with Joe Johnson and Darren Williams. It didn't work with that that big giant on the bucks right now, the Lopez twin, Brooke, it didn't work. It didn't work with Kevin Durant, didn't work with James Harden, did not work, with Kyrie Irving. In the case of Kevin Durant, he certainly hopes it works. Out in Phoenix. Man, everybody here in Phoenix, Arizona is is ridiculously hyped. I I was having a conversation today with a member of the Phoenix Suns staff. They are hyped. They had a meeting today with their new owner early this morning, laying out everything that's going to take place with with the Suns. Ishbia is here. The Suns are trying to move in a positive direction. Damn it, even Kyrie Irving, who helped the, the, the Dallas Mavericks win in his first game last night as a Mav against the Clippers. Even Kyrie Irving wants his friend, Kevin Durant, to succeed with the Suns. Are the Suns now like the the top squad in the West? Are, the Suns have enough depth? Are they, they pulling enough pieces together? This eight NBA tread deadline was crazy. Some days, some years, I should say, you get... Just a few trades. Today, it feels like half of the NBA moved. The trade deadline was crazy. But all things considered, we still got halves and have nots. And I don't think too many teams made that much of an adjustment. When we come back, I want you to hear from the the. the, The Suns, we'll talk about the Suns. I'm going to take your phone calls. I want you to hear what Kyrie Irving had to say about Kevin Durant also leaving the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are just like the stepchild right now that no one wants. The Brooklyn Nets are a joke, and the Suns are hoping that they stay healthy enough to compete for a title. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to talk the NBA trade deadline. We're going to talk about the NFL awards as we wait to find out who is MVP. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio.
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855
2: 212 It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. The NBA guy, I mean, well, the NBA guys. Guys in the NBA, they're all over the place. But we know the biggest move is Kevin Durant moving on to the Phoenix Suns. We were able to share and break that news with you last night live on the air. And there are quite a few people who have varying opinions about the end of the Brooklyn Nets and what will be a new beginning here for the Phoenix Suns. Kyrie Irving spoke as we went off the air last night, uh, speaking to the uh, the media in Los Angeles as he's now a member of the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks beat the Clippers. Kyrie Irving was asked about Kevin Durant moving from Brooklyn to Phoenix, and Kyrie Irving, to the shock of no one, uh, kind of praised his friend Durant and kind of kicked the Brooklyn Nets while they were down. Take a listen.
6: It's not the first time we'll be uh, in a competition as brothers. Um, you know, I'm just praying for his happiness and praying for his well-being. Uh, we had a lot of conversations throughout the year of, um, you know, what our futures were going to look like. There was still a level of uncertainty. Uh, but we just cared about seeing each other be places that, uh, we can thrive, and whether that be together or whether that be apart, there's never been one moment where I felt like um, he's been angry at me for decisions I've made, or I've been angry at him. Um, we've just tried to understand each other a lot better and um, grow as human beings, grow as brothers. Um, you know, his business changes so quickly. Um, he's getting a little bit older. I'm getting a little bit older. I just love the competition now that we can be in the same conference, and, and I welcome all that. You know, get to see him a little bit more, probably playing against Phoenix a lot more, and. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Everything else in in between, uh, I just am glad that uh, he got out of there.
2: Oh, glad that he got out of there. You helped torch the team, man. You did it. He ain't help either. Damn it, his first full year, they knew he was going to be hurt. They took a risk. This risk for the Brooklyn Nets did not pay off. It was a disaster. And the Brooklyn Nets had to learn the hard way. And now they're still the Nets. And I really feel terrible, terrible for their fans. Terrible. What about the fans that paid money to watch Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant? I hope you weren't silly enough to renew your season tickets. Sean Marks talked about that. What the hell do you tell the fans who are spending their hard-earned money to watch this crap?
5: That's honestly honestly tough, but I, my goal here, and, and our goal is from, from ownership all the way down, is to put yeah. something out on the floor that everybody can be proud of. You know, you can see consistent effort, you can see availability, and you can see a, a competitive spirit,
2: you know, everybody playing a great brand of basketball. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not what's going on right now.
3: No, you're not buying that.
2: That wasn't very inspiring, if I'm a fan. That actually sounded very depressing, if I'm a fan. It, it, let's hear this man sound depressed and defeated again. This is the worst sales pitch that anybody could ever give to a fan. Listen to this crap. That's honestly honestly tough, but I, my goal here, and, and our goal is from, from
5: ownership all the way down, is to put yeah. something out on the floor that everybody can be proud of. You know, You can see consistent effort. You can see availability. And you can say a competitive spirit,
2: you know, everybody playing a great brand of basketball. Sean Marks should have just stopped with, it's tough. Hey, Sean, what would you tell the fans, uh, you know, who are spending their hard-earned money to visit Barclays Center to watch the Nets? He could have just said, it's tough, nothing. We suck. And then he would have got fired immediately. But he can't. Because there's always going to be some sucker, somebody that's out there Spending their hard-earned money. And so in summation, if you have to think about the summer of 2019, all the way up until now, 2023, where Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant have only played 73 games together. Sean Marks, do you have an answer for this? That's honestly, honestly tough. What would you say sums up the combination of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I think it would be easy to look in from the outside and you know honestly
5: I look at it from internally and say wow it didn't work like let's let's be honest there um, you know we did not reach the full potential of, of where we thought uh, we could get to our, our hopes and, and honestly beliefs.
2: That's honestly honestly tough. Neither one of these dudes are are, are our leaders. They're not dudes who you want to follow. Kevin Durant is an excellent basketball player. He makes excellent decisions on the floor, but he's not someone who's going to put one of his massive feet forward or even open up his mouth. He doesn't want to do that. He just wants to play basketball. I think we saw the evidence of that when he was in Oklahoma City. He never said a word about Russell Westbrook, about anyone, and there it seemed to be to the benefit of the team. And then he left. He obviously fit in with the Golden State Warriors. Not a problem there on one of the best teams that the NBA has ever seen. And then he goes to the Brooklyn Nets, and he doesn't want to ruffle feathers. God only knows what he says privately. He would never discuss that publicly. Never wanted to chastise. Never wanted to vocalize how he felt. He's an enigma. But we know this much. He's never going to vocalize a damn thing. It will take us years. Before we get a full story as to what took place in Brooklyn, besides knowing this, Kyrie and Durant are not built or fit to lead. 855-212-4CBS, Eight five five two one two four cbs Manny is here from Flushing. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show.
7: What's up, bro?
8: How you doing? I'm good, Manny. Go ahead. Good, good, man. Uh, listen, you have to be watching Sean Marks. In my personal opinion, he's he's the main reason why the Brooklyn Nets are a disaster. I mean, the experiment of Kyrie, um, uh, Kyrie, KD, and Harden was a was a huge failure. One of the biggest failures I've seen in my life in my 28 years living on Earth. I'm a basketball player can't do nothing. I mean, it think in the last three years of this Brooklyn Nets and the KD Kyrie era only one playoff series i mean only have one playoff series that they have i mean you have teams like the bucks the heat and the Celtics they all reach the nba finals where we all know both the um, um the, the bucks won in 2021 but the bucks and the heat uh, and and the excuse me the bucks and the Celtics reached the finals at the nets expense by beating them in the playoff series and you know now KD's in Phoenix. I mean he'll get he'll probably will get a ring. Kyrie, I mean God knows what he's gonna do with Luka. I mean Harden. I mean I uh, he's doing I mean he's doing all right in Philly. I mean honestly, you're right. The Brooklyn Nets are a joke. They have been a joke even uh, even like, I mean even after even when they had D Will, um, uh, Joe Johnson, and Ke- and Brook Lopez. And then they had one year with them, with KG and Paul Pierce. They still can't get it done.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it, it's it's certainly time, and and they've they've hit the eject button. And thank you, Manny, for calling from Flushing. There's there's nothing left to do, folks. And the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, well, they they did win a, a a playoff series two years ago when they beat the Celtics that first time. And then we know what took place. They went to seven games against the Bucks, and God knows what would have happened if Kevin Durant. Big old foot didn't step on the line. Doesn't matter. Bucks won. You did say, Manny, though, that Durant is going to win another championship. Is that guaranteed? Are are we going to count on the Phoenix Suns to to stay healthy? Do they have enough depth to compete? That's a legitimate question. Charles Barkley talked about it on TNT. You know, what happens with these Phoenix Suns? Do they have enough to win an NBA title? I'm going to share with you what Charles Barkley said about this on the other side of the break. It's JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. I'll get to more of your calls.
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
7: they going to drop kitchen sinks and buildings on, on these other teams they're going to play next year.
2: Kitchen sinks and buildings? What? Okay. A- anything else?
7: They're going to be face down when they drop the buildings on them.
2: Well, When they open up the suitcase, what do they take out the suitcase?
7: Uh, let me see. Uh, circular saw.
1: Okay, you are a violent individual, Dave. (laughs) Call in now at 855-212-4CBS.
2: It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. It's a busy night. When we get to the top of the hour, I want to give you an update on everything going on with the NFL Honors Awards, which is just a couple of blocks away from me here. In Phoenix, Arizona, we have learned about some of our our latest and newest Hall of Fame inductees. It's taken forever. Zach Thomas is going into the Hall of Fame this year. Rondé Barber. You can go ahead and look at someone like DeMarcus Ware. Offensive lineman Joe Thomas, Darrell Revis. Don Correale throwing that ball up in the air. Those are just a few of the names that will be inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2023. I'll give you an update on many more of the names and individuals and some of the active players who've won awards. We'll get there at the top of the hour. I want to finish up and having a conversation with some of our callers here who have some thoughts on the NBA trade deadline. Some of the players who are in new places, which feels like half of the damn league. And I also told you about Mr. Charles Barkley Uh, here on TNT tonight. He had some comments about all of the movement that has gone on in the NBA. And as you know, whether you agree or disagree with Charles Barkley, he's always entertaining. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Chris is calling from San Diego.
4: Hey, thanks for having me on. Um, I appreciate before the break just your coverage on this Nets implosion. You know, for a team, a, a playoff contender, a title contender, if everyone was healthy and it came together, this I feel like this implosion will look back on long time, and I, I I can't help but think about the implications between players and ownership and upper management. You know, this is all stemmed from Kyrie's tension with the upper management. Uh, You know, I'm on the West Coast, so I don't get the full lens in. But it seems like the vaccine mandate, the anti-Semitism earlier this year, it just that the ownership going up against him is what caused this for better or for worse. I think about the Bucks maybe two or three years ago during the the George Floyd protests and in the bubble, they, they sat out. Imagine if the upper management came out and they, uh, they went against Giannis and said, we don't agree with this. Giannis, over time, would be like, get me the heck out of here. So these superstars have a lot of power. Kyrie has shown that, and, and Durant following makes it even more so. So that's where I'm at. Okay,
2: thank you, Chris, for calling from San Diego. Yeah, Obviously, the players have, have power. I think they took more issue with not being available to play basketball. And it's not so much the the social stances. It's just the the, the flying out. You know, those weren't the only issues with Kyrie. Were they the largest issues? Yeah, because they were massive touch points. The man was either hurt. The man would disappear and not play ball. And so it's not so much about social issues. Yes, COVID was a gigantic factor in a lot of the goings-on in the, the NBA. But Kyrie Irving has never communicated his thoughts in a straightforward way without having to come back and apologize. It's not about management. That's about him. But we do know this. He had players. They wield a lot of the power. We'll talk about that later on in the show. I told you about Charles Barkley. He had some thoughts about uh, some of the movement that has taken place in the NBA. You know, Kevin Durant going to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, This is what Charles Barkley had to say.
9: The West is so good now, you're going to need a good bench. You can't go to war with just KD, Booker, and Aiden, because the West is so loaded. If they play the Clippers, the Lakers now, haven't even mentioned Memphis, your bench is going to be really, really really important. So the buyout market, like Chris says, they're going to have to get some big bodies. You just mentioned Campaign. He's a little guy. TJ Warren's a smaller guy. He's about 6'6", 6'7", there. But I'm talking about after that. They gave up a lot. So I think the buyout market, I'm going to be watching that for my sons. Our starting unit, we're good to go. But to to win three series just to get to the finals, your bench is going to be huge.
2: Yeah, depth. I said that last night. Who and what the hell do you go about bringing in that's actually going to change a damn thing. 855 212 4 CBS Davis here from Alabama.
7: Hey, evening, JR. How's it going, man? Going well, man. What's on your mind? Man, I'm telling you. I mean, Kevin Durant just got impaled tonight. I mean, last night or whatever. And not only did they get, he got impaled, they kicked him while he was down on his injured knee. I mean, they're in the process of trying to eliminate these super teams, so no one team's going to try to win it all. And like I said before, the Lakers is not the gold standard for winning the NBA title because anybody in the NBA can win a title if you put the team together right. And then with Russell Westbrook, although he got sent to um, Utah, he should have just stayed in OKC. Had done better for himself and had somebody work with him to help him develop his basketball skills so he could be effective as a player.
2: well but, you know, when when you're, around, when you're around long enough, the development mm-hmm. of your basketball skills is, is pretty much going to rely on you. There isn't too much right. that we we don't see Russell Westbrook do on the court except for a shoot out a high clip, and this year he's actually shooting the ball good. It's his decision making. You know, I can tell somebody how to do something, but it's actually up to them to go out there and do it. We've seen plenty of guys have talent. I mean, you can have uh, the, 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 the body of uh, Adonis. You can go out there and, and have the mind of, I don't know, a, a goldfish. You can have the motivation of a sloth. It's unfortunate. And we have some news here. We talked about the awards in the NFL, NFL Honors Awards. Patrick Mahomes is your MVP. Yes, he picked up another one. I thought that Jalen Hurts would go ahead and win this award for this year. I think between the two of them, that's basically what it would boil down to. And Patrick Mahomes walks away with another MVP. And so if you were thinking that Jalen Hurts might have some added motivation moving into the Super Bowl, and Jalen Hurts absolutely just found it. 855 212 4 CBS. Lee is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show.
8: Hey, JR. I want to talk about the NFL Hall of Fame and Don Coryell and Sid Gilman as probably the masterminds of today's NFL. I mean, we can ask Joe Gibbs and Ernie Zampizi about what Don Coriel meant to them. We can't ask John Madden anymore, but he goes back to the Aztecs. Okay. And
7: John Madden would
8: have the same thing to say about Don Corriel and uh, Sid Yolman, the innovators of today's game. And I just want to re- represent my. Uh, well, Dan
2: Fowlington. Dan Fouts said it himself, you know, for everything that took place. And thank you for calling up for everything and every person who called or excuse me for every inductee into the Hall of Fame for 2023. They were announced by a different individual, someone who's already in the Hall of Fame. And so Jerry Jones stood up on the stage and he let everybody know that DeMarcus Ware was was going in. For Don Coriel, whose, whose daughter was obviously there on his behalf, Dan Fouts stood at the top of the stage and said, I owe this man my career. And he said he is the modern innovator of offense and what we see today. And most certainly, if you look at the way football has evolved, you got to throw that rock. You know, throwing for 4,000 or 5,000 yards anymore is – is not an outlier we've moved into the era of offense go ask the guy who just won mvp and patrick mahomes without a shadow of a doubt 855-212-4cbs mike is here from
4: seattle hey jr great show as always man thank you hey i uh i'm a wizard guy i grew up in the dc area uh it's Another NBA trade deadline comes and passes, and, and we're just kind of stuck in, 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 in mediocrity. Uh, what do we got to do to go win a championship? Thanks for taking
7: my call.
2: Oh, no doubt. Oh, Mike, that's a – hey, Chef. that is a depressing-ass question. Like there's no – there is no answer. What do the Wizards need to do to win a championship? Hey, how about this?
3: <laughs> that's a joke, right?
2: Bradley Beal will not be on the zine. Kristaps Porzingis will not be on the team. What do the Wizards need to do to get over the hump to ultimately win a championship? They need to blow things up and start from scratch. Bradley Beal is not going to be the leader on a championship team. Kristaps Porzingis is not going to be the leader on a championship team. I don't know if you can rely on either one of these guys to, A, stay healthy. And I don't think either one of these dudes are efficient enough to help take you to a championship. And so it's not the news that anybody wants to hear. But the Washington Wizards should absolutely blow things to smithereens and start over. It might take four years or five years to be literally competitive. But the Washington Wizards is just like Washington, D.C., they're just like everybody on the hill. They can't get a damn thing done. They're running in place. They got nowhere to go. My apologies to all my friends who uh, love the Wizards. Hey, Shep, do you know any Wizards fans?
3: Uh I mean, the Obamas never became Wizards fans. They were always Bulls fans. I didn't know.
2: I didn't. I'm not asking about the Obamas.
3: Right. And do so, you know any Wizards no, fans no, well, personally? They, well, the answer is no, because even the Obamas couldn't. Uh, You know, translate and convert when they got to Washington, and that says something.
2: You know, you know the Obamas.
3: They never became Wizards fans. They attended games, but they were still Bulls fans at heart. No, do you know them? Uh, No, I will one day. As you should. Thank you. You should run. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: It's the Jr. Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to give you an update on the awards that were given out tonight at the NFL Honors. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. I'll tell you about all the other awards and who's going in the Hall of Fame on CBS Sports Radio.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same
0: old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,